Welcome to Rhema for Today. In many places in the Bible, we read of certain ones who laid on their faces, the Bible said, before the Lord. Amen. The Bible tells us to humble ourselves, to submit ourselves to God. Remember James, the fourth chapter, the eighth verse? Draw nigh to God, and He'll draw nigh to you. Humble yourself, He tells us, before Him. Praise God. Amen. Now, I've heard people pray, Lord, make us humble. Well, He's not going to do that. That's one prayer that will never be answered. He's not going to make you humble. He tells you to humble yourself. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on praying for your nation. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I heard one fella preaching, and he said, uh, he just quoted part of that. Well, see, you get in trouble just quoting part of the verse. He said, has thou come to torment? said, Jesus came to torment the devil. No, he didn't come to torment the devil. See, that's not what that verse says. Has thou come to torment us before the time? See, they know the time's coming when they're going to be cast into torment. But that time hadn't come yet. Now, over in the book of Revelation, no, I'm paraphrasing my own words, but there's something like this that, that uh, in other words, the devil, I'll, I'll put it this way, speeds up his activity because he knows his time is short. See, the devil is not all-knowing like God, but he does know some things. Amen? And so, uh, you see, he don't want the gospel preached in all the world as a witness to every nation, not every person, but every nation. Then shall the end come. Well, naturally, we'd see why the devil would oppose us, our nation. Because, you see, if he can get us in turmoil and war and everything else, he can stop the flow of the gospel. But he's not going to be able to do it because, thank God, we know how to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now then we can see why. God wants us to pray for those in authority because he would have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Now we see why he told us to pray for our nation or we might say those in authority. Let's look into the matter of how to pray. Now again, let me remind you that he tells us why pray and he tells us who to pray. Notice, Pray for kings and for all that are in authority. Then he tells us how. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. Well, we certainly believe, and we're going to talk about intercessory prayer. We certainly believe in that, but notice that he didn't just specify intercessions. He said prayers, supplications, and giving of thanks. That's how to do it, with all of them, with all of them, not just with one of them. But you see, we get in the ditch by pushing things out of proportion. Then we get unbalanced. Well, we're going to discuss, because it's, 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 it is important here, intercession, the prayer of intercession. 
Now, we left off with an example of the prayer of intercession that's found in the 18th chapter of the book of Genesis. Genesis, the 18th chapter. Now, notice that uh, in the 20th and 21st verses, that God said, or the Lord said to Abraham, and the Lord said, this is the 20th verse of the 18th chapter, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous. Now you know what their sin was, don't you? That's where we get the word sodomy. He said their sin is very grievous. Well, if it was grievous then, it's grievous now. And the cry is very great. Now the 21st, I will go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it. We may not thoroughly understand it, but do you ever notice again and again the Bible talks about here, Sodom and Gomorrah. The cry of it comes unto me. You remember Cain and Abel. And his blood cried unto the Lord. I'll go down now, he said, and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it which is come unto me. The cry of it comes unto him. If not, I will know. Now notice this, the 23rd verse. And Abraham drew near and said, latter part of the 22nd verse, but Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Will thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, there be fifty righteous within the city. Will thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked. That be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Now notice the next verse. And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom 50 righteous within the city, then I will spare all of the place for their sakes. All of it. Think about that. Think about that. Amen. Now, go on reading the next verse. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. I want you to notice the interesting side thought here. That Abraham humbled himself before the Lord referring to himself as dust and ashes. It's good for us to go into the presence of God and just simply get on our face before the Lord. Over in the New Testament, you know, in the third chapter of Ephesians, I like a verse where Paul said, I bow my knees. I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. In many places in the Bible, we read of certain ones who laid on their faces, the Bible said, before the Lord. 
Amen. The Bible tells us to humble ourselves, to submit ourselves to God. Remember James, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse? Draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. Humble yourself, he tells us, before him. Praise God. Amen. Now, I've heard people pray, Lord, make us humble. Well, he's not going to do that. That's one prayer that will never be answered. He's not going to make you humble. He tells you to humble yourself. Amen? When Israel dedicated Solomon's temple, God promised that he would do certain things. Even if they went away in sin, which of course they did. When they returned to God and humbled themselves... He would hear them and would answer them and would restore them. Now notice 2 Chronicles, the 7th chapter and the 14th verse. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. Notice that. Notice that. Shall humble themselves. And pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Hallelujah. But notice that he's not going to humble you. He tells you to humble yourself. Now he may permit some things to happen to you that will humiliate you. But he's not going to humble you. You must humble yourself. So we see here that Abraham humbled himself. Now from the natural standpoint, there's nothing good in us. Paul said, I don't have any confidence in the flesh. Amen. Amen. From the natural, fleshly standpoint, like I say sometimes, some people are always bragging about their family tree. And maybe it never did produce anything but a bunch of nuts. I mean, every one of you got folks that you're, kin folks you're ashamed of. And I have too. And you've got kin folks that, you, you know, you wouldn't want me or anybody else to know that they're even kin to you. We don't have anything to brag about from the natural standpoint, folks. You know, I've had, I've seen kin folks, I'm just speaking natural now, nothing to do with spirituality. Because we'd have a, at least, you know, every year, it's always a custom. Everybody came back home to grandma's. We had Christmas dinner, you know, at least that time. And maybe during the year, I'm not talking from a spiritual standpoint, just a natural standpoint, some member of the family had done something, you know, that sort of humiliated the rest of us, you know. And some of them were just criticizing them. I always learned just keep my mouth shut. Because by the grace of God, there goes all of us. Amen. So like some fellow said one time, you know, the two preachers and here come a, a drunk fellow by. He's just tagging around the other fellow. One of the preachers began to criticize him. The other fellow said, with tears, don't criticize him. Said, by the, but by the grace of God, there I go. Right. Wasn't for the grace of God, you might wind up worse than that. Right. Amen. Amen. And so uh, I, I've, I've seen kin folks, you know, criticizing the others for, for some stunt. You know what I mean by that? That they pulled <laughs> something happened, you know. And I've, I've seen them say, I'll tell you one thing. I'd never do anything like that. Before the years out there, they'd done worse. <laughs> Amen, absolutely, had done worse. Had done worse. No, uh, you, you can't have any confidence in the flesh. 
And so I'm speaking from the natural standpoint. From the natural standpoint, there's nothing good in us. The only thing that's good in us, I'm talking to Christians now, is the fact that Jesus dwells in us. Hallelujah. The fact that we've been born again. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expounds this month's subject. Our offer for this month is a four-volume series on the subject of prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Each one of the volumes includes four CD teachings on prayer. That's 16 CDs in all. Some of the CD titles are Praying for Your Nation, Praying with the Help of the Holy Spirit, United Prayer in the Prayer of Faith, and so many more. These four sets are normally priced for $112, but for this special offer, they're now only $56. That's a 50% savings off the retail price. Don't delay. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Mark your calendar. Uh-huh. So I want you to go mark your calendar for November 3 through the through 5th, 5th for the right. men's call to arms men's conference. Yes. Hey, it's going to be great. We'll tell you more about it later, but I wanted you to mark your calendar, okay? That's right. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Praying for Your Nation. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.